Welcome to our ninth episode of Background Bites. I'm your host, Jack. I'm Joe. And I'm Joseph. Before we hop into speaking about Mulan, uh, Mr. Joe, you'll be giving us a synopsis, correct? That's correct. If you're once again one of the ten people who have never seen (laughs) Mulan. Yes. I mean, I would say there's a... there might be a few more people that haven't seen Mulan. I don't know. Okay, 12. For, yeah, for me, it's not quite as iconic as some of the others. But the general idea is that you know, we're in some generic period of time in China where the Huns are trying to invade. And they, because they're trying to invade, the emperor calls up uh, a draft, essentially, effectively a draft where a man from every family has to join the army. Um Except the problem is that in Mulan's family, her her father, who had been in a previous war uh, and got injured, doesn't have any sons. So it's just Mulan, and which actually kind of works out well for her because Mulan doesn't fit in with all of the various girly activities that she's supposed to be good at. She gets routinely put down by the matchmaker lady um, for being basically incompetent at everything feminine. And so she gets, she cuts her hair, steals her father's sword and clothing and goes off to join the army. And then we get some shenanigans of her maybe almost being found out, maybe not being found out, uh, but gradually earning the respect of the men. We have an excellent song about making men out of all of these random fools that are lying around. And then they go off to go fight the Huns and they end up defeating them by Mulan basically attacking the mountain and causing an avalanche to kill them all, except she doesn't kill them all. Um, some of them survive, but before they, before we find out some of them survived, uh, the army does find out that she's actually a girl because she got injured and the medic looks her over, I think, is how that happens. And then they're all like, oh, we liked you before when we thought you were a guy, but now that we know that you've been lying to us, we don't like you for some reason. I don't know. Something about lying to us has made us... Uh, dislike you. Yeah, alert. She gets kicked out. She goes back home, and then she somehow she no she doesn't go back home. She realizes that the people that there are some of the Huns are still alive, and then she follows them back to the palace, and some more shenanigans ensue, and then eventually she's able to defeat the leader of the Huns, save the day, gets honored by the emperor. I think he bows to her, and then everyone's like, "Oh, we have to bow to her," and mm-hmm. then. She brought honor to her family, but not in the way she was supposed to. I think that's the plot, right? Yep, pretty much. Jeez. Yeah, pretty straightforward. Um, I guess I'll just, yeah, just jump into it. Uh, love just how. Uh, <laughs> Let's just jump into it. Let's just jump into it. Uh, <clears throat> I do love how during the first act of this film, while you, <clears throat> you'll, so you definitely get some serious moments. It's pretty much your straightforward mix of drama, comedy, with songs mixed in your traditional Disney film, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's not until um, they abruptly stop singing A Girl Worth Fighting For when they come upon the burnt village that the film mm-hmm. basically goes, okay, no more songs, we're at war, and we don't get another song for the rest of the movie. No, that's because true, we don't. It turns, turns from a Disney movie into a, a military epic almost. Yeah. Yeah, it's, just, it, it's very different, and that's something I think that really makes Mulan stand out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think the the back half of the movie I enjoy. I don't enjoy the front half of the movie. I enjoy the mm. songs. I enjoy. I enjoy. Um, obviously, "Make a Man Out of You" is a great song. Everyone loves "Make a Man Out of You," right? Yep. Um, we'll just I say right now, best song in the movie. 
yeah well hands down mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. easy easy call yeah but i don't like i feel like this movie is a worse version of pocahontas which is itself a worse version of whoa whoa, whoa. Ooh, shots fired i would not go there yeah Dude, I, well okay hot take of the evening i okay i mean maybe i maybe i have a different opinion but i do not i don't i mean it's not not a problem like i said the back half of the movie is fine but the opening part of it is like okay we got it's it's exactly the same right we have the girl who doesn't fit in with the place that she's growing up in and she has problems with her dad because of the, she doesn't fit in with the place she grows up in and then she goes and does the rebellious thing and then the rebellious thing that she does ends up saving the day right that's 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 all three of those movies, right? Mm, it's it, bare it's bones, detail. but we yeah. are missing the what is it? I suppose Mulan. Well, first of all, I, I mean, we could talk about art style later, but I like Mulan's art style a little better than Pocahontas, despite it. You know, I oh, sure, you know, sure, yeah, it's Plus, a little less generic. Keep in mind, Mulan easily for Disney princesses easily has the highest body count. <laughs> That's true. Like, look, look, once we get to the actual war stuff, right? Once we get through, I'd, once we get through the training, once we get through all of the like silly humor of her maybe being found out, maybe not, and her pretending to be Ping and all that stuff, which very much annoys me. I hate, I hate what she's trying to pretend to be Ping. I find it very funny, but it might have just been that I grew up with it and watched it a lot. I find her pretending to be a man and her interactions with the other people at the camp especially like the three guys i find that very amusing mm. but so yeah i don't like cringe so and <laughs> okay there, there, is... there is there is one scene i can agree that might be close to close to cringe like the very the very first where she, you know, yeah. she's like stuttering over her name and mushu's <laughs> like whispering here is like just all right yeah get on with it what they what is it I think they break it up enough with good moments of, I mean, I suppose Make a Man Out of You is where, is, is the character development song because it shows her actually yeah. using her wits to overcome all these challenges, which really is endearing, of course. So I, I suppose I just packed all that away and it's just like, all right, let's, let's, get, let's get the good stuff. And they deliver on that, mm-hmm. on that good yeah. stuff. It's, it's one of those things where I don't like the op- way this movie starts just I don't know. Something about it rubs you up the wrong way. I don't. I don't know what exactly it is, but well, it's probably that lucky cricket for messing up Mulan's chances with the matchmaker. The lucky I mean, cricket's kind of the worst. Lucky cricket. I mean, also, I don't think Mushu is as funny as some of the other sidekick characters we've had in Disney Renaissance movies have been. All right, dude. Now you've officially crossed the line um, <laughs> too far. <laughs> I love Mushu, but okay. Well, because he's an acquired yeah. taste. I, I will accept. I also, it is fair. In in, in fairness, I ha- oh, I don't think I watched Mulan as a child. I don't think I watched Mulan until I was already an adult. So okay. Mm. Whereas, like you know, Hercules and Lion, well, Lion King is just a masterpiece. Uh, Hercules, I watched over and over again as a child. So if, if right. it could be in a position where the one that you watched over and over again as a child, you love, and I never did. So yeah, that's possible. I mean, when it comes to Eddie Murphy's animated roles, Donkey is probably better, objectively, but I do think Mushu is still very funny. (laughs) 
Mr. Murphy, tell me, what is your what is the uh fa- the best thing you voiced in an animated movie? Could it be the dragon or the donkey? <laughs> you know, I've done things other than that, right? It's like, mm, no, 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 you haven't. Afraid not. I mean, I think that I would assume, I unless you guys are thinking of one, I those are probably his two most iconic animated voice roles, right? They really are. It's just funny that it's like, listen, <laughs> you you have two choices, uh, two two animal <laughs> choices. It's just you know if I had, if I had a nickel I'd have two nickels and you know <laughs> right <laughs> yep but yeah this is I mean so I think it's well done and it's a good example of how to present a strong female character without getting all up in the audience's face about it oh yeah. definitely yeah. because it. Because it presents the strong female character as strong in her own way rather than stronger than a man. It's yeah. like, you know, just Well, like it presents whole... her as a strong woman, not strong because she's a woman. Yeah, it's, all, well, it's, it's that. It's also, it presents yeah, her yeah. as strong abstractly, not strong in the sense of I can crush rocks with my teeth or something. Right, like, exactly. Like, no, is, not like that. Like, if anything, that's the shortcomings of literally every other soldier in the army. Yeah, yeah, I, that is. You see, they, they, this, these are the parts of the movie that work. The parts of the movie that work is when she's at the end of Make a Man Out of You, when she realizes, and when she realizes that when the captain said, "These are the things you need to re- the weights that he gives them to discipline and strength." Yeah, discipline and strength. You need discipline and strength to get to the top. And she's like, "Oh wait, no, no, no. These aren't things that are pulling you down. These are tools that you need in order to figure out how to get up to the top." Right. That that's that's the strongest point of the movie. Like that when she figures that out, and then when she sees, we can't, we don't have enough cannons or whatever they whatever they gunpowder dragon things. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have enough of them to take out the army. Why don't I use the one we have to take out the army in a creative way? Those are the things that are like those are. She's not street like, smarts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She knows how to solve a problem, which is great. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Uh, that like that's why I said that's the second half of the movie. I don't know if that's I don't know if Make a Man to use the halfway point or not, but that from that point on, that's where it's good. Close enough. Yeah. I would say that's at least two thirds. Then, so technically, you actually do like this movie, ha! Huh? sure nailed it but uh yeah and of course there's the the thing at the very end where what is it the the other the i i never can remember their names but they they really are the best the the three the three dudes yeah what is it the three dudes kind of take after her and they're able to save the emperor by thinking outside the box and yep yeah it's it's pretty funny Mm mm-hmm I think the humor in this film works very well. I mean, for a film focused mainly on war, there I found there were a lot of funny moments in this film. Although that actually would be appropriate, right? Because that's how people deal with war, right? Is dark humor. Although there isn't, isn't dark humor. It's just like it's more it's humor, humor. Silly, but, but yeah, humor in general is how people deal with war and other dark things. So that actually fits oh, yeah. pretty well. Yeah, as I said, there there probably wouldn't have been a better way to balance it out. Is 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 the best way to put it. It's just like, yeah, if you, if you want to if you want to tell this story, it's like, yeah, you can't go full serious because that's how we got yeah. Pocahontas. Yeah, I mean, I, with, it's with like, the exception uh, of a raccoon. Yeah, the well, comic relief. Yeah, so it's like instead of having, instead of having a fully serious story, and then halfway through you have a clown show up on the middle of the screen to throw a pie at the screen. 
right? Like, oh, like it's too serious. We're going to break it up with some nonsense and then go back to the serious stuff. We instead say we're going to tell a serious story, but we're going to have we're going to have goofy, ridiculous people who are the characters in the serious story. Wait, hold on, Goofy's right? in this movie? No, this is not a Goofy <laughs> movie. This is not a Goofy movie. Oh, when are we doing a Goofy movie? I, maybe one day. Maybe one day. Please, please, one day. <laughs> anyway, I do, I do like sorry. the whole dynamic she has with her dad, and how you know at the end she thinks you know the way that she's going to receive honor because uh, that's the whole thing she's going after is by presenting these you know physical um, you know things of honor like the you know the sword and all of that. She presents those to her father, hoping mm-hmm. that through those gifts he will accept her. But you, you know, realize that all along he's she's all that's mattered to him, mm-hmm. and so he just goes right for the hug, pushes all the gifts aside. It's good stuff. That it's, is good. That's that one is of my good. favorite moments. So, uh, I think the only other thing, unless you guys have other things you want to mention, uh, only the thing we need to cover is: did the main character learn anything? I got something, but let's cover the let's cover the learning thing first because this is a resounding yes. I don't. Is it? Really... Please, please explain because I feel like okay. she pretty much stays pretty static throughout the yeah. most of it. But I could totally be wrong. Now, she stays static in the sense that she her ideals are the same in the sense that she she is a she's a brave person willing to do this to mm-hmm. bring honor to her family to do stuff like that. But she definitely learns that she cannot do it in the traditional sense. I I suppose it's like, you know, because in the, she does have to learn to use the weights, you know, after a lot of, a lot of failing, it was the whole first half of Mega Man I used all of them failing, including Mulan. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, at the very end, she realizes, Hmm, I have to use, was it? I have to use this part of me to, you know, overcome this challenge. And then, you know, it's just, I suppose, by she does learn by doing that and by accepting that she can't exactly match a man, but she can still be just as competent, I, I know, competent, yes, just as competent, if not more, in her own way. I would consider that growth. Fair. But, you know, yeah. yeah. I, I would say she there is growth, but I don't think, like, for me, you know, we way back at the start of this, we said that Ariel doesn't learn anything in Little Mermaid, right? She mm-hmm. doesn't learn a lesson. She like she learns that Ursula is evil, right? She learns that you probably shouldn't make bargains with sea witches, right? And that isn't the right way to approach a situation. But she, but I think when we've been doing what, what I've been thinking of is have they learned something? Is have they realized that their way of approaching the world is wrong and they have to change that? Right, that's that's what all the other characters who learn something. Have done. That's like all the other characters in Mulan learn, basically. Yeah, all, all the other characters learn something. Except every basically everyone except for Mulan learns something. <laughs> yeah, Mulan. But but Mulan, what is it? Mulan's trying to be the perfect, essentially the perfect wife at first. You know, and she's just not doing too well. I would say she wouldn't learn if she's just like, ah, oh, I don't want, I don't want to be that. I don't, I don't even mm. want to try to impress mm. the matchmaker. I just say, but kind of like the 2019 one. It's just like, mm. you know, it's like, if she didn't even try, it's like, okay, yeah, she's, she's always like this, but you know, she's like, she's in her own way. She's trying to mm. fulfill these standards, but then she realizes she doesn't have to, I suppose. I guess this is, this is one of those things where it's like, 
how are you looking at it? Because for, for me, it seems like whatever is put in front of her, she is says, okay, this is the thing I need to do and I'm going to be as good at it as possible, right? So when she thinks the only possible thing she can be doing is be a wife, she's like, okay, the thing that I'm going to do is try to be a good wife and impress the matchmaker. And she happens to be bad at it, right? She's really bad. Mm -hmm. Her best isn't good enough, right? And then when she says... I still blame the cricket, but you can keep going. I mean... <laughs> shenanigans shenanigans also ensue but right like she her best isn't good enough in within the context of the movie and then she's like oh another option has presented itself this is something else i can try to excel at but she still has the same mindset right she still has the same philosophy of whatever is in front of me that is the thing i'm going to work at trying to make happen and then she mm -hmm. does it she fails at being the big macho tough guy but she she's like and she's like okay what's a different way that i can approach this situation and still accomplish my goal which hasn't changed and that's what she learns to be clever right and then that's that what goes forward in each of those things but i don't really think that's a it's not a you have the wrong way of looking at the world you need to learn a better way that's mm -hmm. a, you have the right way of looking at the world you're just looking at the wrong you're just looking at problems that aren't the problems that you are supposed to be solving a, which is a different thing than I guess maybe it's a different kind of learning. That sounds like growth with extra steps, but I do kind of see where you're going. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I think we handled that. You said there was something else you were going to mention, Joseph. Oh, yeah. Of course. I got to bring it up because it's kind of my thing in addition to is it's, you know, it's other stuff, not animation. What is it? In like the regular, regular episodes, my big thing is... Uh, behind the scenes to i almost said background stuff but no that's what we do now <laughs> here yeah yeah behind the <laughs> scenes stuff. Right <laughs> of course i have to bring up the very very good voice cast yeah very mm -hmm. air horns yep ming na win of course as fa mm -hmm. mulan she's just one of the best character actresses out there just i i don't know if this is what put her on the map but it's definitely what I know her for, in addition to was it being Melinda May in Mages of Shield? Yep. And you know, of course, Eddie Murphy. Everybody, everybody knows Eddie Murphy. He's he's good. Mm. He's good there. I don't think there are any there are any non notable performances really. Because what is it? Uh, the the ones that stand out, of course, are. The the three dudes, Yao, of course, is <laughs> yep. hilarious. The king of the rock. It's, and then, of course, we got just little, not, not really cameos, but just a lot of notable, was it Asian-American actors? Like, was it James Hong? He's He's been in near about everything. He was he was the uh, emperor's, not the emperor's, was it as... Lee's scribe, whatever the you know the the guy who shook the emperor's hand, and then there's that picture of him pointing at him, <laughs> right? You know, yeah, that he's I just love him and everything he's in. He's great, but yeah, another another wonderful, another wonderful just casting choice. Much much better than what was the last one we did? I I can't help but think, but the last one we did didn't really have too many standouts. Uh was the last one we did Hercules. Oh no! I was. I must have been thinking of the one before that, which was Pocahontas, right? Oof! I maybe I'm just thinking of Pocahontas because it got <laughs> I, It was that. I don't bad. know. Yeah, I. It's. I don't know. Still, again, more standouts. Very yeah. cool. Just wonderful. A lot of good singing voices too. A lot of Disney Disney favorites in terms of singing voices. 
Mm. But yeah, that's that's kind of yeah. all for me. Yeah, pretty good cast all around. Yeah, good good songs as always. Um, how about you, Joe? Anything else you want to add before we close it out here? No, I mean. I I understand that I have a controversial opinion, so I won't uh, I won't defend your guys' sensibilities. Anyway. <laughs> How kind! And it, and it could just be a matter of taste. It could just be that this it's is, true. So, or a matter of not having a bunch of nostalgic childhood memories. Yeah. So, I forget. Do we do ratings for these? these? I don't think we've been doing ratings for the Bites. I don't know either. Okay, then I won't worry about it. <laughs> so it's been already. so long. It has been a while. We just can't remember. <laughs> It's been a been, long been a while. time. Oh, oh we're, no, we're two no, ways. no, two different songs. All right, <laughs> stop it. Stop it. <laughs> all right, that's that's probably all we can do. We're done here. Cut it. Uh, all right. Cut Thanks for listening to Background Bites, and oh. we will see you next time for our final one where we cover Tarzan. Woot woot! Yeah.